0: Good morning, church. Good morning. Well, unfortunately, if you came here to see Kent today, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> he has gone away on a trip, so I get to be here today preaching to y'all. And what I want to talk to you guys about is how God's way is more important than our way. Thank you. And so, um, but if you don't know who I am, my name is Isaiah Phelps. I'm one of the youth interns here, so I've been going on all the youth trips, all the youth activities throughout the summer. And we started out with Camp Rock Creek early in June, and we talked about how we need to level up in our faith. How if our faith is standalone, it's not going to be a strong faith. We have to continually level up our faith in order to be successful. Then we go to SoulQuest up in Nebraska, and that's talking about how our faith is scarred. But our scarred faith is a good faith. How we have, we have wounds that, are, that happen, but when they scar up, that's how we grow as a human that's how we grow in our faith and then we go to honduras and we i mean it's a it's a hard service project and so we're building a house and we're painting and we're hanging out with these kids who do a vbs and it's the importance of going out and serving going out and being being in action being a light for other people is how we should live and then we just finished up our last trip to colorado and this one is not a mission trip. This one's not a church camp. So it's, a, it's, it's very different to what our, our, um, our original trips are. But what I like about this trip is that, first of all, it's in Colorado. If you think that Oklahoma is, has better scenery than Colorado, I disagree. I think Colorado is beautiful. The mountains, everything is so, so cool. And we, so we drive up there on a Monday, a uh, long, long drive. So we get there about 5, 530. And then we have three days of excursions. We do a, a day raft where we're rafting down the Arkansas River. And then we do a day hike on this beautiful, beautiful mountain. And then we do an adventure a park, which is like ropes courses and a giant swing and this very, very just thrilling, exhilarating stuff. Um, but the, the, the raft really sticks out to me with how the Arkansas River works. So if you don't know the Arkansas River, There's mountains all around Colorado, and these streams go down into this river. And so that just makes the water super, super fast. And so you're able just to sit there on a boat, and you'll go. You don't have to paddle much. You don't have to do anything. But there's slopes. There's rocks. There's all this stuff. And you have to go through them. There's rapids. So if you hit that next slide, we get a picture of all of us on the rapids, maybe. Well, anyway, uh, we're on on a big boat. There's like eight of us. There's no picture. I'm telling you guys, we we, we don't don't this rapid. Here it is. Uh, And so we're all having a fun time. If you hit that next uh, slide, this is where where Nathan and Laura did a great job hiring the interns. Because you got one intern, she's having a great time. She's super happy to be there. You hit that, go next on this one 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 more time. And then you have the other intern. He's not having a great time over on the rapids. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, these rapids are fast, you've got to hit them uh, going forward or else you are going to be sideways, um, I mean, they, the, they have workers there at Noah's Ark, uh, the place we stayed at, and all these workers, there's one worker in each of the boats, and so in the very, very back in that gray kind of uh, hoodie sweatshirt, uh, he was our guide, and what he was telling us is that, he telling us all these rules, like stay in the boat if you fall out, someone will pick you back up in. Um, but what you want to do is you want to hit these rafts, or you want to hit these rapids straight on going forward, and if you try to move around them, I mean, the water is moving you into this one place. So you try to move around, you're going sideways, and then you're going to be taken in, like, facing the opposite way, and that's not good, that's not what you want. Or you can go in sideways, and that is how you flip the boat immediately, and <laughs> that has happened before. Luckily, it didn't happen for us, I mean, that's a God moment right there, the fact that I didn't get fallen out of the boat, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, uh, and, you know, it sounds kind of cool. I mean, you're, you're rafting, and then you can f- get flipped over in this boat. But the water is 50 degrees, and there are tons of rocks in there. I g- guarantee you that if you fall in there, it's not a fun time. But this, these rapids really remind me of how God's way works. It's how he is guiding you. Th- uh, he is the water, and he is pushing you forward, and you're just in the raft. And you are going, and no matter how much you try to maneuver out of there, you gotta, you're going to have to go through these rapids. You're going to have to go through it. And the more you try to get, get away from it, go off track, the, more, the worse it's going to be when you actually hit the rapids. And I think that's an important phrase, and that's kind of how David's reminding us in 2 Samuel 22, if you head that next slide. Uh, this is our kind of theme verse for the day. Um, it says, as for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who takes refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. David has had one of the most interesting lives in the Bible. I mean, it's full of ups and downs. Uh, it's a, I mean, we're talking about rafts, but this is a roller coaster. It's up and then it's back down. He starts out just a young shepherd boy, just kind of working in the fields with the sheep. And then he gets to this all-time high, and he, uh, the Philistines are calling everybody out. They're like, we need someone to fight our guy, Goliath. And in our measurements, this guy is 9 feet 9. If you're a basketball fan, you know Chet Holmgrim, you know Victor Wembanyama. This guy is at least 2 feet taller, if not more. This guy is tall, big, strong. Nobody wants to fight him. And David walks out there like it's a regular Sunday. He's like, oh, I know how to do this. One rock, one sling, boom. And that is how he becomes popular. And great. now now from that all-time high, now dropping back down to a low. Because King Saul, he does not like David. He really does not like David. Um, He is becoming more popular, and Saul's like, oh, I know... I know that he's going to become king instead of my family, and he's, he doesn't like it. I mean, First 1 Samuel 185 talks about how Saul makes him, makes David the head of the army. And I mean, for, the, for Amanda to make you the head of the army, now wanting to kill you, it's really I mean, like anybody can turn on you at this point, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, and so, he, so Saul's running around and he is asking people, "Where is this guy? What is he doing?" He's going around, gosh, have you even died yet? He just wants him gone, and it is so aggressive. But, and all be all, David becomes king of Judah. And so he's gone from just a shepherd boy to beating this great, tall, giant Philistine to uh, try, for someone going out for his murder to being king. I mean, ups and downs all over. And now he is king, and he is happy. He's, God is promising him things, he is promising things to God, and then uh, 2 Samuel 11, he goes into that whole issue with Bathsheba, and now we can all see that David is vulnerable. He is sinful, and it's just not a good place for him to be in. But what I, lo- what I like about 2 Samuel 22 is it's, it's a full thing of David's praise to God. He's God has delivered David throughout all of these different things. He has delivered him through um, Saul and all the other enemies that he has had to go through. And in this verse, this is what he's saying as part of it. For God, his way is perfect. And I like he uses perfect. He does not use great or amazing or so good. Perfect. Flawless. That's what his word is. And I think that really that really kind of captures. Well, we all, we, we all believe God's way is perfect. His word is flawless. I mean, that's, it's difficult to debate that. But even then, sometimes, and I know I do, I mean, we can all kind of have this idea that we know His way is perfect, but sometimes we want to follow our own way. We want to do what we want to do. We want to be what, be what we want to be, and that's not really what God is calling us to be here. I mean, I just finished my freshman year in college, and so it's my first year out on my own doing what I I can do by myself I don't have my parents there to tell me what to do I don't have other people there that are like hey you need to be doing this but I'm an adult now I can do things on my own there's been a study that has gone out recently that has said I mean I know Kent likes to give you all statistics so I'll give you one right here uh, the number one way that people get out of uh, start leaving the church and stop going to church isn't because they're angry with somebody or angry with God but it's just because they change their schedule they just get off, get into a different path to where, oh, now, now being in the being, going to church is, is tougher now because I have other things going on. And it's just, now we just kind of sidetrack and we're like, it's over there. Sure, maybe I'll go to it, but I have other things to do. I have other important things to do right now, so I'm gonna do that. And in college, that's so, it's so easy to do. It's so easy for me to wake up and was like, man, I was up late last night studying or hanging out with friends, or I'm just, I'm just tired right now. Alright, I'll, I'll go to church, I'll go to church next, next Sunday, but for this Sunday, I'll just stay in bed, sleep in, rest, and just enjoy the peace in my bed. And we do that, and then it becomes one week, oh, two weeks, and a month, two months, and all of a sudden, a semester's gone by, and I haven't been to church. And that's not what needs to happen. That is not what God's plan is for you. And it's so it's so it's so easy to to want to want to use laziness to want to use busyness to get out of the faith. I mean, it, it is tough to be an adult. I have found this out firsthand this first year of college. It is not easy. I don't know how you guys are doing this so well. <laughs> it is not that easy. <laughs> but with this with this with this way of living is that we we want to do things ourselves. We we. We get we get enough money to live on our own. We get enough maturity to where we know how to do things on our own. But but God is still. I mean, the best part of one of the best parts about God is the the more and more you push Him out of your life, you try to, the more He'll be in your life, working in it. And many times, all of us. Sorry, pointing is rude. Uh, all of us as Christians. Um, uh, we we, we tend to get this idea that we want to do things on our own, and that's not what God has in plan for us. And he works in our lives, like these rapids. These rapids will take you in, and they're still working, no matter how much you try to get to a to shore or around it. It is still taking you in and working in your life. Um, and God is always there, and he always will be. In chapter 7, verse 9, uh, God is saying to him that he, he has been with him wherever he has gone, and he has cut off his enemies for David. The promise that he makes to David is the same promise he's making to us. No matter what you're doing, I will always be there. I will always be with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. I mean, Moses' song of praise is uh, pretty, pretty identical. I mean, in verse 4 he says, He's the rock. His works are perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong upright, and just as he. David's praising God for doing all these amazing things, and this is a song from Moses, and they are the same. They talk about how God is perfect. He does no wrong. His ways are perfect. And, I mean, there's countless times in the Bible where we are being called to follow his path. We are being called to listen to what he has to say. That's happening time and time and time again. But we still want to venture off alone. I mean, how easy is it um, to get to your own life, to get to your own world, and be like, this is what I want to do. This is the path I'm on. It's so, it's so easy, and I mean, it's it's, it's tough. It's tough to get back on the path whenever you've fallen off of it. I mean, once you're off into this situation, it becomes routine. It becomes a schedule, and when you when you, don't have a, uh, when you break that schedule of going to church, it's so hard to be, put it back on the schedule. So what are some ways that we can combat this? I mean, we have to accept that he is the true God, that he is one, that he is all, and that he will always be there for us. I mean, living, living throughout college, I've, I've noticed that not every, every person that you're going to meet is going to be there for you if you need it. But God is always there. Nobody, nobody you can truly count on like you can count on God. He is perfect. He is just. His ways are flawless. Being in prayer with him, simply talking to him. We don't, unfortunately, we don't get the luxuries of living in the Old Testament where we can have an actual conversation hearing God back. But God uses his ways and his works to talk to us. He does amazing things that we get to see. He does amazing works in our lives. And that's how we talk to him. We're in prayer with him. It's such a powerful way to accept his grace fully opening to God, being, God, I, mistake. I made a mistake. I'm mistaken. But you are true, and you have forgiven me, like he always does. One of the toughest parts about being an adult is that now that you're kind of out of your family, um, your, your original family, home family, now you've got to find people to surround yourself with. Your family's not there. You're not living with your family, so you've got to surround yourself with the right people. And a lot of the times it's coworkers. It's people that we see on a daily basis. But, I mean, li- not all coworkers are going to be very in their faith or very Christian at all, and that kind of leads us away. We're, su- we're surrounded with this group that is like, hey, we're going to go out, and we're going to have a, have a brunch at 10 o'clock on Sunday. And you're like, well, that's what time church is. But, but, I, but I, I like y'all, so I'll, I'll go with, with you guys, and we'll go eat some breakfast. And I'll skip church once, and then it's a recurring thing. You break the schedule, and now you don't go to church. Simply just being in the Word of God, it's so powerful just to open up the Bible and start to read. God works in mysterious ways, and so if you just randomly flip through the Bible, find a verse, that will, say, that will speak to you in a variety. And just being aware of his power, his amazement, his great works, its such a powerful way to be truly in his faith. Being in Colorado this week really opened my eyes because I got to see the wonderful mountains around me, the wonderful river. You don't get to see mountains in Oklahoma unless you want to go up all the way to the panhandle. But being here, it's it's flat, it's land, so we don't get to see all these great works. But uh, if you hit this uh, next slide, unfortunately, uh, Carter got in the way a little bit, but <laughs> I got to see this great picture of this beautiful mountain. And I mean, if you just 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 look at how how amazing this is, all the trees in the middle. There's a lake in there that you can't see. That's that's where we hike, to. But what I love about this is that this is. 99% untouched by human hands and human feet. We have not explored everywhere around here. This, and we have not changed anything about this. This is how God created the world, like this right here. Thank you. And we get, we get to see this firsthand on, the, on this hike, that it is so amazing. And while we were there, one of the workers uh, read us the story of creation while we were out to look at this view. And I'm going to read it just how they read it uh, to you guys. So, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless, and uh, darkness was over the surface, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Look how how light and pretty that is. And God said, and then, here, this is going to need some participation from y'all, if that's okay. God saw that the light was, what did he say the light was? Good. Good, that's right. And he separated the light from the darkness. He called the light day and the darkness night. And it was good. And that was the first day. And then he said, let there be a vault and separate the waters. And so he called the vault sky, the beautiful sky with all the clouds in it. Oh my goodness, it's so cool. And he saw that it was, and it was evening, there was morning, the second day. And he said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place to separate water from dry ground. And he called this ground land, the beautiful land that we have, the green grass and the trees and the mountains. And God saw that it was good. it good. It was evening, there was morning, the third day. And he said, let there be two great lights to govern over the night, called one the sun and the other the moon. And when the sun shines on this beautiful place, it is so cool to see. And God saw that it was, there was evening, there was morning, the fourth day. And he said, let the water deem with living creatures. Let the birds fly across the land. Let the animals be roaming the land. Let the fish in the sea swim around. There was a really cool moment where one of the youth group kids, uh, he wanted to see a moose. So the night before, he said, I want to see a moose. This is going to be so cool. And all the guys were like, it's probably not going to happen. There's not going to be many moose out there. And the only animal that we saw on that hike was a moose. That's the only animal we saw. That's that is how God's power works. I mean, another God moment right there. That was so cool. And all the animals He makes. I mean, this moose was huge. We got we only got to see it from across the lake. We didn't get to get up close to it. Don't get up close to a moose. Don't do that. But we got we got to see this giant moose, and it was so cool. I mean, the birds that are all flying around here. I got to pet a bird. It was kind of like a Disney princess moment. It was so cool. Like just the bird's right here, and I get to pet it. The best, I'm telling you. And he created the birds in the air, and the land, and the, the animals that roam the land, and the fish in the sea. And he saw that it was, good. it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning. The sixth, or the fifth day. And then here comes day six and he creates all of us. He creates Adam and Eve. In his likeness, he created them, male and female, he created them because he knew that there needed to be someone who roamed over the land, over the animals. But he didn't say that it was good whenever he created all of us, when he created Adam and Eve in his likeness. Because he says in verse 31, God saw that all that he had made... And it was very good. There was evening, there was morning, the sixth day. He created all of us very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not good like this. If you think this is amazing, each and every one of us are even more amazing. Yeah. That is how God created us. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I love to look at the scenery of this. I mean, you get to see. The mountains, the valleys, the trees, the grass, the rocks. There's some snow. It's July and there's snow. It's amazing. But sometimes we don't treat others like we treat this amazing view, like we treat his creation. But we are all God's creation. This is the path that God has put us on. He has said, go and make disciples of all nations. This is what Jesus said in the Great Commission before being taken back up to heaven. Go and make disciples of all nations. That doesn't mean going around and seeing God's creation. That means going and interacting with the people that he created. That's the path that God wants us on. Because he didn't see it as good. He saw it as very good, amazing. That's the power that God has within all of us. That's the power that he wants us to see. So what's, what's the choice here? to follow our own path where we sin and make mistakes or we just don't follow him very well or follow the perfect, follow the holy, follow the one that created all of us and all of this and even more. This is one picture's worth that I can see. I can't see anything else in that picture besides that. This is what God has shown to us And I said, this is why you follow follow my way. The one who created all of us and all the beautiful things is the only person with the right true path. So I'm going to lead you guys through a prayer. And we're going to bow our heads. And during that time, I'm just going to have a silence. And I want you to pray for what you need to pray for. And then I will wrap up the prayer. Let's bow to our Father. God, you are worthy. You are holy. You are the mighty one. God, I pray that you will keep us exposed to your great works, that you will keep us by your side as you have kept David. God, I pray that you will watch over us as we go throughout this week and that we follow your path. We see what you want from us and we follow that. And God, I just pray that throughout this week, throughout this, the rest of this month into the rest of this year that you can guide us like the river the rapids going, moving forward, that you can be there with us, that you can guide us through, that you can be the one to show us the correct way as you are the only to do that God I thank you for this wonderful, wonderful church that I get to be here to, today at and I thank you for all these wonderful people that are here today And I just, I pray that you will be with them as they go throughout. All things as we pray in Christ's name, amen. Maybe you are trying to find somebody who is off the path and you need to get on the path. Maybe you are trying to get somebody who is moving off the path to get back on the path. Or maybe it's you. Maybe you have fallen off this path. You have kind of been guided away and you need prayers, you need help, if you want to to fully get on his path through baptism, we are happy to help you guys out with anything there is. Whatever that might be, let us stand and let us sing together.